Hello, everybody, and happy Thirsty Thursday. Welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. I wanted to start by saying I got a new laptop, and I tried to actually record um, a little bit on there to see if it sounded better, and it actually sounded way worse, so we're still on the phone here. I will eventually, you know, get a little bit more official, I promise. Um, but for now, the handy dandy phone works just well, just well, just as well. <laughs> and yeah, so, you know, everything is still going on. That's not being forgotten, even though we're kind of back in the swing of, you know, episodes about dating. I want to let everybody know that the Black Lives Matter movement is still going on. You still need to be signing petitions or donating or doing whatever you can do, going to protests, whatever you can do to help make a difference there. There's still so many cops that have not been held accountable for the things that they've done and they need to be. We are, I feel like, really on the verge of change. So... I definitely want you guys to still go out and do everything you can, even if it's just posting, you know, information to help inform others. I had a girl whose um, birthday was today, one of my friends from college, and in the comment on the Facebook post, she was like, hey, for my birthday, can you sign this petition? That is awesome. Like, that is an amazing thing. I was like, yes, done. Let's go. I didn't even hear about that one petition that she sent me, so don't think that you can't make a difference because you can. Also, coronavirus still live and kicking. Um, If you live in Florida, you definitely know it is. So, you know, wear your masks, hand sanitize. Things are getting shut down again here. So, I mean, it's definitely still a real thing. People are testing positive. It's still going around. Don't think because everything's going on that it's magically disappeared because it hasn't. So, you know, protect yourself there. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of things are going on right now. I'm overwhelmed. I'm sure you guys are overwhelmed, but we will, you know, make it through this. And if we don't, then we're all not going to. So if that makes you feel any better, it's kind of like morbid, but at least it's true. So Yeah, I mean, take the time to make sure you're in a good place because that is important. Um, Do whatever self-care rituals that you like to do. So, yeah, I mean, just the usual kind of intro here. I just wanted to talk about, you know, what is happening outside of the podcast here. But... Today's episode will be about dating apps. I know that some of you have been waiting for this episode for a while, so I hope it lives up to the hype. So I've talked about it before in other episodes, but since I became single again, I've really kind of dove back into dating apps, especially because one, I'm single again, and two, you know, I want to go out and meet new people. I don't want unfortunate things to happen to me in order to make episodes, but again, episodes could be good as well, so I do want to put myself out there in case there is something good out there. Um, 
I know that dating apps aren't for everyone, and honestly, they annoy the hell out of me most of the time, too. And what I mean by that is, like, they are convenient, but they do come with a downside, and that is that it's all this, like, virtual type of interaction that is not necessarily always genuine or it's hard to seem genuine so that's why most of the time they annoy me or or you know they're not really a lot of people that are my type on there not just physically but like personality wise as well so that's what I mean by that it also annoys me most of the time I truly believe that it is both a blessing and a curse to the dating world It is something that came along and became popular like right after my experience with the cheater. Um, And even though I was younger, I feel like I have got to experience both sides of like dating before dating apps and dating now with dating apps. Um, Granted, like I said, I was like 18 when I was with the cheater guy. But I mean, like I knew him from high school. You didn't really meet people online back then because there weren't dating apps they were dating you know websites but they were really the ones that you like paid for and stuff which at like 18 like I'm not gonna pay for a dating app that was mainly for like older people anyway like people my age back then didn't really do that whereas nowadays I mean you see 18 year olds definitely on dating apps probably more than most people maybe not that would actually be a good statistic to find out though But anyway, even working at like the bridal salon that I work at, one of my favorite questions is to ask the brides like how they met their fiance. And maybe not exactly half of them, but probably around 40% will tell me dating apps. And now it's, you know, more normalized than it used to be saying that you met somebody off a dating app now so it's not really like them trying to explain themselves they're actually you know okay with saying like oh we met on a dating app but that did used to have kind of like a stigma to it or like you know it was taboo a few years ago so I'm I'm glad that people can like openly talk about how they met the person that they're gonna marry so that is nice um but even though dating apps are kind of controversial they can definitely be beneficial And maybe that's why I haven't given up total hope on dating apps. I am still on them. I've been on them, you know, off and on since breaking up with the cheater. God, however long ago that was, seven years almost, I think seven years. Yeah, wow, that's long. But yeah, so I mean, I don't think they're hopeless. We've obviously seen people exceed in relationships, exceed, succeed. (laughs) I'm sorry, my brain is all scrambled, but no, we've seen people succeed in relationships from dating apps. So it's not totally far-fetched and they're not hopeless. And really the only thing you're wasting is time swiping, unless you're going on a date with everyone you swipe with, which I highly doubt anybody's doing. But it's also not easy to navigate the dating app world. So with that being said, this week is obviously going to be about dating apps. 
And instead of like my experiences, I will give you a few at the very end. I mean, I've met in the seven years I've used it, quite a few people from dating apps. Um, but I'm going to keep it mostly like recent stories because it w- we would be here forever if we went through all my dating app experiences. And I haven't had any that are too, too bad, thankfully. Um, but yeah, so I will get into a few of them, but it's mostly going to be about dating apps kind of from a girl's perspective and what we're seeing on our side. Cause I know it is different from the guy's perspective. I know if I'm out with some of my guy friends and I know they're on dating apps, I'm like, Hey, like, what is it like for you guys? Cause sometimes it's not the best for us girls and they kind of have similar reactions too. So I'm sure the things that I'm going to talk about are, you know, universal to also the guys. Um, but we'll kind of go over some do's and don'ts, red flags, horrible pickup lines, good pickup lines, other random tidbits. Um, I'm not going to go too much into detail about the pickup lines, but if you haven't followed me already on Instagram, date me or hate me podcast, that's the at on Instagram. I do post a lot of them directly there so you can see the actual instances of what somebody gets on a dating app, especially for females. I'm sure guys get some crazy ones from girls too. And I definitely sometimes just word vomit things out to my matches and they have some of them unmatched me for it, but you know, that's me. So unmatch me, I don't care. But anyway, so yeah, if you really want to see actual details of the pickup lines, definitely follow the account. Um, And yeah, of course, we'll get to the part of the episode two where we get to your feedback that was on that Instagram account, which, like I said, if you haven't followed it already, that is where all the polls and everything's going to be from now on. So definitely go follow it. Give me some feedback. I love you guys. So help me out because the polls this week that were on the new Instagram account, they did have like less engagement than when they're just on my Instagram. So show it some love, especially because you guys DM me saying you like the podcast, but you ain't following it to help it out. Come on now. No, I still love you guys anyway, but you should do it anyway. And then, yeah, so let's get to swiping. Now, if you're listening to this and you've matched with me on a dating app before, you are probably already aware that it takes a lot for me to actually meet up for a date. And that could be for multiple reasons. Most of the time it's because I'm very busy. Very, very busy with multiple things going on. And the other reason could be that I just don't feel like there's enough connection or spark to really drive me to want to meet up. You know, I am interested when I swipe on somebody to some extent, but it takes a lot for me to commit to actually going out on the date. And part of that is that I don't want to waste anyone's time, mine or yours. And the other part is that you do actually have to be stimulating before the date. If the conversation is bland and boring and even though it is just like chatting through text 
it's not really enough to entice me to want to go on a date and potentially sit through the same type of conversation. Now, I will say I've been on dates with people who initially the conversation has lacked, you know, some things, but the date turned out really well and the conversation was easy and flowed well. So it's not a total deal breaker, but it does matter if you can, you know, what is the word I'm trying to look for? Trying to like almost like reel me in to get me to want to meet up and take the time and whatever. I hate to be like, you know, I don't want to waste my time, but I don't. I know you probably don't, or maybe you do. Maybe you don't care. Maybe you're going on a bunch of dates, so it might not matter as much to you, but you know, I want, I want something to be there to entice me to want to get to know you a little bit more. And I'm sure you want the same. And I'm sure if I was giving you the same boring bland of, Hey, how are you? Yada, yada. You'd be like, okay, no, this girl is lacking substance. And I would agree. So totally don't fault you for that at all. So yeah, I mean, gosh, it's, it's all different for everybody. It's like the same, but dating apps are different for every person. Like I kind of mentioned before, like maybe you are going, talking to everybody, trying to meet up with as many people as you can. I know I used to have a girlfriend that she would go on dates. Literally, she would at least have probably three or four dating app dates a week on top of her job. And I'm like, that's exhausting. But she would rather meet them in person and talk to them in person which you know to each their own but I just don't have time to be doing that so you got to give me a little spark a little something after we swipe and match each other or whatever you can't really swipe on hinge but you know after we match with each other it's got to be interesting to keep me hooked and I'm sure I have to be interested to keep you hooked as well So yeah, I mean, recently I have been going on more dates than I normally would. And I think that's probably because I'm more ready to put myself out there and I do miss the companionship. Also, my mom is still here. She leaves tomorrow. Like, I love that lady, but it's time to have my space back. And going on dates has been, you know, a little break from being stuck in the house, not having my my alone time. So I have been more willing to put myself out there. But like I mentioned, I also do miss having somebody there. Now, don't think that because of those reasons, I'm willing to just couple up with anybody because that's definitely not the case. And if you know me, you definitely know that's not the case. I'm just trying to do things a little bit different when it comes to waiting so long to actually meet up with somebody because the people I have matched with and it took a long time to meet up with them I am glad I went on those dates and I don't regret anything but if I had met them initially when we first matched things might have been different like I said they're still not like on bad terms or anything they were still really great experiences but I am still you know going through them and kind of vetting them how I always have. It's just, I'm trying to make time for the ones that I think 
are worth it. And I do think that people should be vetting their matches. Like I said, if you don't care that you're, you know, wasting your time and it's not wasting, everything is a lesson. I do believe that. But everyone's time is precious. So, you know, things in life aren't free. You pay for them with other things. And, you know, dating is that as well. I mean, sometimes you're literally paying, but other times, I mean, you can even go on a date, like a walk in the park. That's still, you're still paying with your time that you could be doing something else. So I do think people should take into account if they don't already, I feel like most people do though, that you should be kind of like searching for at least a little something, something when it comes to the dates you're going on. Otherwise you're just kind of you know, going through the motions and using up time that you could be doing other things. Like no one wants to fill up their schedule with just going on dates 24 seven. You want to hang out with your friends. You want to do stuff that you enjoy. So that's why, you know, pick and choose the ones you want to go on, but don't wait like a year or more like I have done to some people. And I apologize about that, like I said, but I'm just kind of going with the flow too at this point. No expectations. I will say I do like how Bumble has, you know, what you're kind of looking for on the profiles. And if you don't fill those out, you really should because, you know, if you're looking for something casual and someone else has on their profile they're looking for a relationship, then obviously that might not be the best matchup. And I'm not saying that things can't happen. Like, I'm not saying that the person who's looking for something casual might not change their mind or vice versa. But you know, that is something that people on dating apps have to ask each other anyway. So it is nice to initially look at a profile and before even kind of making a match and potentially being let down that somebody either wants something serious or doesn't, that you can kind of tell that from their profile. And I mean, you can be like me and be like, I have no idea. And that's also kind of confusing, but I really have no idea. But at least I'll let you know that immediately on my profile so like I said I do like that feature on Bumble definitely like fill it out I'm gonna kind of get to this a little bit later but I have been noticing at least on the girl side of things that some guys have literally just been putting pictures and it has their name and age and they have not been putting anything else that is kind of like a red flag to me maybe not to anybody else but it's like I get that maybe you want to save these things for like a conversation, but it also gives me nothing to work with here. Like I'm not going to like swipe left on you because of your job or because, you know, you're a Sagittarius, even though I might because Sagittarius, we don't have a good, a good track record, but no, I'm kidding. I'd probably still swipe with you even though Sagittarius and I do not have a good track record. But no, so I mean, like, put that information out there so at least people can feel like they know you a little bit more than just your photos. All the time going through people's profiles, I kind of want to, like, make another one to, like, conduct research. Like, I wonder how many guys would swipe on me if I had no information except my pictures. Guys are very visual creatures, but, like, I would be like, what is this girl hiding? So that's how I feel about men with nothing but photos. And they automatically get swiped left. I don't care if you're beautiful. I don't care what you have going on. If you're like hiding all that, yeah, no. 
the only people I feel like kind of hide their occupation and it makes sense in some extent is like athletes which honestly I don't see too many on there and the ones that do use athlete as their profession I feel like that's almost something that you gotta look out for because they might be trying to use it for clout which might work for them and that might be what they want but like I said if it's something you know like I know a lot of people who like are CEOs or like owner of businesses they'll just put like owner of business which I totally get you can definitely like talk to them to figure out what they do more that's totally fine but it's just when literally there's barely any information on your profile that's a no from me so guys if you need to like revamp your profile a little bit definitely do that because it does look a little suspect if you don't have kind of like core information on there so yeah I do want to say I'm really not, you know, going to still meet up with just anybody. Like I mentioned before, there's just less of a probation period. So if you see me on the dating apps, say hi, mention this. If you see me on the dating apps and you've listened to this, send me a message that just says Chinese chicken. That's it. You might get a prize. And I'll determine what that prize is at a later date. Or you'll find out if you send me the secret code word. Chinese chicken. Anyway, moving on. I don't want to give out the wrong impression. There are some good potential matches on dating apps. I really do believe that. On the dating apps, I personally use Hinge and Bumble and I use both of them to kind of see if there's a difference in guys on them and for the most part there isn't. For the most part people have both of them like I do. Um, Sometimes I will see like someone on one of them that I didn't see on the other one but like I said for the most part basically the same people Some of the profiles are overly sexual on both dating apps, which I tend to just skip right over those because that's just, like, too much. Like, nobody wants that. I feel like even if somebody wants something casual, like, just being so, like, blunt before you even, like, talk to somebody is not a good look in my opinion. Like, okay, maybe it is to someone else and they will match with you and there you go. It's working for you for what you're looking for I guess but for me no it's too much so yeah like don't answer every single question with something like sexual don't put something sexual in your like bio thing it's just just save that for whatever ends up happening when you actually match with somebody you can definitely get like the vibe of what you're both looking for and kind of go from there rather than just putting it out there for everybody you're definitely probably losing some swipes you might not care to each their own but it's not usually a good look another issue I have with some of the profiles is guys who don't put their height kind of like I talked about you know the ones that are now putting absolutely nothing I understand why they don't put their height but 
they need to realize that it looks even worse when it seems like they're trying to hide something rather than to just own up to it. Like, okay, I get it. You might be a shorter guy and it sucks having to put that on there. But by you not putting it on there and you meet up with somebody, granted, you can be vetting the girl's based on how tall they are because most women I feel like put their height regardless um but I mean like to a girl to me if I see that a guy doesn't put his height I'm gonna automatically swipe left you could be six six for all I care but the fact that you're not like disclosing that it just seems like you're trying to hide something it seems like I'm gonna show up and you're gonna be like as tall as me, which is not a bad thing, but I am like 5'4", so that, you know, that is pretty short. I would prefer at least somebody a little bit taller than me, so if I have to, like, be surprised by your height, I'm probably going to be surprised by what you look like anyway. Like, most guys do look like their profile, but some of them don't, so it's, you know, it's too many mysterious variables for me, so I swipe left and like I said it's probably a red flag to other girls as well because nobody wants to be have this like mystery like oh how tall are they gonna be like it's not like a surprise bag with like oh what goodie is in here no like just own up to it because I'd much rather go out with somebody who has their actual height on their profile than who's hiding it because they didn't put it on there just seems a little suspect to me but like I said And as I always say, to each their own. Also, everyone's profile, regardless of who you are, should be verified. I don't think Hinge has that. Um, So definitely make sure you're getting like a Snapchat or video chat them or something before you go on the date. Because as you know, I'm a huge like anti-catfish type of person. But if you're on Bumble, verify your profile. It's not that hard and people will know that you're legit. And you will probably get more swipes because people won't assume you're a catfish. So just get verified. Just do it. It's not hard. You literally like take a picture of yourself right then and there and you get a little blue check and people know that you actually look like your pictures. It's a win for everyone. Now on Hinge, I do like to kind of live on the edge a little bit and I do have the unrestricted age limit. And let me tell you why. Honestly, it's just to spice things up a little bit. Of course, I immediately deny anyone who is younger than 22 and anyone over the age of 60, which I know still leaves some old dudes, but I've not met up with anyone that's older than 36. It's just kind of like to keep it on the edge. You never know. Like, I couldn't see myself with someone that is like older than 36, maybe 38, to be honest. But like I said, you never know. I'm going to leave the ball in the court of whoever and kind of, you know, shift through it as needed. So I'm sure guys probably do that too. I, when Tinder first came out, one of my guy friends, literally, I watched him get on Tinder and he swiped, he wouldn't even look at the profile. He like, he didn't care. He didn't care. He would just swipe right like nonstop, like literally like ding, 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 swiping, swiping right. Every ding is a swipe right. And you're like ding, 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 ding. And I'm just like, what are you doing? 
and he's like, you know, we're just, I'm just trying to see who swipes with me. It's easier this way. Like he would just try to match with everyone instead of like going through and actually swiping right on the ones he liked. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if guys have unrestricted age limit on the hinge, especially because I feel like men can be all over the place. They might not want older women, but I mean, some of them do. So to each their own. Um, but it's really hard for me to kind of say if I've had more success from hinge or bumble because recently hinge has seemed like a better platform, but I also met my ex-boyfriend on bumble. So there's pros and cons to each one. And honestly, right now, that's why I still have both of them is because I'm kind of torn between them. Um, and yeah, like my ex, he was a great guy. And so I don't want to count Bumble out because a guy like him did come from it. But people seem a little bit more like serious on Hinge, which kind of like I mentioned before, like I don't necessarily have something I'm specifically looking for. But also, as I mentioned, I don't want to waste my time. So Hinge seems more of like the serious, like people aren't trying to really waste time it's just it seems like a more mature platform in general. Bumble's not bad. I mean, some girls don't like it because they don't want to, you know, make the first move. But if you're someone like me, that doesn't matter. Um, but Tinder, however, and I think we can all agree, is something that has turned strictly for hookups. So kind of like I mentioned before, like if you're on Hinge or Bumble and you're just like overly sexual, go on Tinder. Like that's that's what it's known for now. Like, save everybody the time. Just get on there and you'll find what you're looking for, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's funny though because back in the day, it was really like the only dating app though, Tinder was. I literally remember the day that my roommates at the time were like, Nicole, like, you should get on Tinder. And I'm like, what is Tinder? And they're telling me that it's a dating app that you like swipe on people. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And it, you know, obviously like people still probably hooked up on it, but it was more of dating. It was a dating app to, you know, match with people that you wouldn't necessarily maybe see in person and go on a date with them. And you didn't have to like run into them at the bar or like go to school with them. So you know, back then it was kind of how Hinge and Bumble are now, but I think as most people know, it's pretty much a hookup app now. But it's really funny because a guy that I had met on Tinder back in the day when it first became a thing, he actually was somebody that I have a lot of history with now and like he he's gonna get his own episode that's for sure because there's a lot going on there but it's just kind of crazy to see how things evolve and how it is mostly now a hookup app so if that's what you're looking for go there seriously everyone knows what it's for so no one will be surprised if you're like wilding out over there so just just go there instead so my cousin though met her man on plenty of fish which you know, I have heard good things about some of the brides that I've seen, you know, that's where they've met their fiancés and soon-to-be husbands. I've never tried that one personally, but like I said, I have heard good things about it. I think, you know, with the two I'm on now, I don't really want to juggle any more than that. So 
I'm going to keep it to, I don't think Toto wants me juggling any more than that either, but yeah, so I'm just going to keep it to my two that I have, um, and kind of go from there, but I have heard good things about Plenty of Fish, so if you're looking for one, especially I feel like if you're on the more like serious side and looking for a relationship, I think that that's probably a good one to go to. Another thing, kind of backtracking about men's profiles, guys, you need to stop using old photos. Like, women get so much flack for, you know, catfishing guys because, oh, like, you edited your photo so much, it doesn't look like you, or, like, you're wearing so much makeup, it doesn't look like you, or, like, you're... 10 pounds heavier now than you were in there which I mean that's it's not ideal like girl women don't be editing your photos so much that you're not gonna look like that in person all these filters and stuff yeah they look nice but you can't show up with a snapchat filter on your face in person and I get that you want to use photos that are the most flattering of you But if you are, you know, a different size and nothing's wrong with that now than you were then, I mean, you're going to potentially meet up with them in person and you don't want that to be, you know, a mystery shock, kind of like we talked about the guy's height thing. Like you don't want to shock somebody the first time you meet them. If anything, I'm the type of person who I'd rather look better in person than in my pictures on my dating app. And I have heard that before, which I think is a better way to go than being someone being like, oh, you, well, they're not probably going to say this to your face, but I think it's better than someone being like, oh, like she looked better in her pictures than when I met up with her. So strive to be the girl who looks better in person than the one who like photoshopped their pictures or put on a filter or like used super old photos where they don't even look the same. But back to the men. Recently, in my dating app experiences, I've seen tons of men doing just that, though. Using photos from literally three to, I want to say, six years ago. Like, if I used photos from that long ago, you... You, I would definitely mystery shock you if I showed up in person. Granted, for the better, but still, like, I had matched with a guy and his photos looked good. And then, you know, he didn't, like, have a Snapchat. So I was like, oh, do you have Instagram? I go to his Instagram. The pictures he was using on his profile were literally from, like, 2016. And he had hair then. And now he didn't from his recent pictures he posted on Instagram. So it's like, a part of me wants to know, what do you do? How do you, how are you comfortable, you know, going on a date knowing that you're not going to look like your profile? Are you just like crossing your fingers and hoping it's going to work out? Because I feel like I'd would feel bamboozled and I would almost like not even want to continue the date if a guy had did that to me 
and we'll kind of get to that honestly at the end of this episode with one of my stories but yeah like I mean guys stop using super old pictures like I know guys don't take as many pictures as females do but if the old picture looks like you that's fine if it doesn't don't put it on there like use some group pictures and like make it obviously known which one you are like post a selfie or something if you have one and then post a group group picture where someone can easily spot you out not like one where everyone's wearing sunglasses and you're like I can't tell which dude is which dude but I mean like stop using the old pictures because it's not it's not a good look you guys are catfishing just as much as females are these days with those old ass photos sorry for the cursing but it's frustrating the cheesy pickup lines too don't do those I mean they're like haha for a second but I'd rather someone ask me an interesting question instead like something they're really interested to know about me that definitely gets a guy a lot further than someone will even like hey how are you what are you doing this weekend like I mean I get it you have to start with that sometimes but I mean ask something interesting like even if it's like do you have siblings where are you from? Like, even the question, like, what do you like to do? I hate that one because it's so open-ended and someone like me, I like to, you know, go out and try new things. So that's literally what I'll say. But, you know, like ask something like, what have you learned to do for the first time recently? I mean, we've been in quarantine. Ask them something interesting about themselves. Really get to know them kind of like I mentioned before, so you can see if this person's even worth your time to go out on a date, really sift through your matches here. Putting your Instagram on your bio is really good in my opinion to also prevent against catfishing, kind of like I mentioned before with the guy who used those old pictures and then I saw his recent Instagram pictures and I was like, this is another person. I'm pretty sure that's like a TikTok and it's like, and that's a new person sorry I'm like (laughs) it popped into my head it had to be said um but yeah and of course you can't go wrong with asking for snapchat to see if they're real um I even like get super picky with what I want somebody to snap me so I can really like make sure it's them I mean it is hard to kind of fake a snapchat but still can never be too cautious And I'll kind of like end my rant on dating apps with how this kind of ties back into previous episodes that, you know, the double-edged sword with dating apps is that it does make it easier and, you know, you have more options up to your fingertips, but that also is where it's, can be damaging People aren't really working on relationships anymore. They literally have like one argument and they're like checked out because they can just hop on their dating app and swipe and find somebody new to go on a date with and kind of start all over. But then we get in this cycle of, you know, leaving people after one thing when relationships from the very beginning are something that are not easy. Any of them. They're not easy. That's like if you and your brother got in a fight, are you you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to go get a new brother, bye, like, done with you, we've, we've fought about something. No, you don't do that. And I mean, granted, family's different, but 
if it's someone you want to start a family with, why wouldn't you put in the work that you would put in with your brother or your mom or your dad or your sister? So I do think people need to realize that it shouldn't be toxic. It shouldn't be unlike abusive relationship physically or mentally. I'm not saying to stay in those and try to work through it, but if one little thing happens, if one little argument happens, try not to just immediately run away because you know that you can just spark up a dating app and, you know, sift through the options. Some things are worth putting in work for. So don't forget about that while you're, you know, swiping away. And I will say, you know, I do feel like it is more of a guy thing. I'm not saying that women don't do it. I will never say that it's specifically one gender or sex than the other because it's not. But like I mentioned before, men are very visual creatures. So, you know, it's easy for them to just be like, oh, well, I'll go find some hot girl to like hang out with or I'll go find someone else, you know, looking for the one that is going to, you know, be everything they've ever imagined physically and, you know, personality-wise, maybe you will find that. But I don't think you should throw away something that is good just for measly little disagreements. So, you know, put in the work equally as much as the other person is because also if they're not putting in work, I mean, you shouldn't be the one holding the relationship together either. It's all about balance. Find somebody that wants to make it work as much as you do, and it will it will work 100%. I know it will. So that's just my little ending for this segment, and now we are going to get into your feedback and stories. Okay, so I asked you guys, do you use dating apps? 77% of you said yes, and 23% of you said definitely not. So that's about like what I expected. Of course, like I mentioned before, I feel like back in the day, it was probably like opposite, probably like 23% said yes, and 77 would say no, but you know, it has become more common these days, especially with like the coronavirus and everything too. I definitely feel like that also put more people who wouldn't even go on them onto dating apps to still try to, you know, somewhat date because you can't go out and meet people with what was going on. And like, honestly, things are getting shut back down again. I don't think they're going to get totally closed, at least for like right now. But I do think COVID-19 has definitely upped the dating apps for people who wouldn't even normally have gone on them before. So I kind of wish I had asked that pre-corona and kind of see how it would compare to now, but it is something that didn't really surprise me because of just how common dating apps are these days. Next, I ask, what dating app do you use the most? 11 people said Hinge, 4 people said Bumble, and 3 people said Tinder. So I was honestly surprised by the amount of people that said Tinder Um, I know one of my friends uses it, even though I advise her not to, but to each their own. Um, I'm, however, glad that most people agree that Hinge does seem to be the better dating app, and maybe it's because it is a more mature-seeming dating app than some of the other ones. Bumble is also not bad. 
so not surprised it came in at second, but Hinge did win by a landslide here. I'm also disappointed that less people just in general participated in the polls than normally um, because it's on the new Instagram, so thanks to everybody who did actually, you know, go to the account and vote. I really appreciate it, like I said. Um, So maybe next week we'll get some more feedback, hopefully, from people. The next question and the final question I asked was, if you are in a relationship slash married, how did you meet your partner? 50% said dating app and 50% said another way, which kind of goes back to like what I mentioned about like the brides that I see at the bridal salon I work at, that a lot of them are saying that that's how they met their fiancés. And, you know, so I'm not really surprised. I mean, it is kind of surprising that it was like split totally down the middle here. But I mean, I do feel like that's a pretty accurate representation of how things are now that, you know, a majority of people meet on dating apps and a majority meet some other way organically, either through like friends or out at a bar or through work. Those are just some of the ones that I hear at the bridal salon as well. So it is nice to know that, you know, dating apps are more normalized now and people can admit that that's where they met somebody. Now for the stories. Normally I give like a little initial, but I'm just kind of gonna go one at a time here. The first story is, I got catfished up in Rhode Island by a girl that said she was 5'2", and when I met her, she was 4'7", at most. I'm 6 feet tall, and we just didn't talk about it. So I had messaged him, and I was like, you know, that's kind of like what men do these days. And going back to like what I mentioned, like, if you're not even putting your height on a on your dating app, like, you could... I mean, I have to assume because you're not putting it there, but it's like a person's going to kind of try to imagine what a person looks like. And if you just show up and I have no idea, it's going to be more startling than if you're like, oh, I'm 5'8 on my dating app. I'm be like, okay, like I know about how tall he's going to be. Like, just own up to it. Like, I had never heard of a girl doing that, but I mean, I guess it happens too. So I'm definitely not counting that out, but and 47 is tiny. That is that is short. I had a guy recently who was 66 himself be like, "Oh, you're taller than I thought." And was like looking at my shoes, which I was wearing flats, and I've never had somebody tell me that I was tall. I was like, "Maybe it's because I have proper posture and like I'm not hunched over or like slouched, like but I've never been told I'm tall. Like I'm 54 at most." And it was just really weird because when he was super tall anyway, and I was like, it's not like I'm as tall as you. So why are you calling me tall? But okay. Anyway, moving on to the next story. This guy said, I use Bumble when I'm drunk slash bored to swipe and then forget about it for about three to five weeks. I've met up with one person in the year and a half I've been single Nothing crazy happened, but she 100% used me to make her immediate ex jealous because she was mad at him for cheating on her. I called her out on it, and then we never met again. Now we're like Instagram buds, and they're together all the time, but, quote, just friends, which she said hyper-defensively. 
I don't blink over it, which is good. I mean, I don't, I hope that didn't like keep you from getting back on the apps because I mean, that does suck. I'm not going to lie to you. Like that's annoying, but like definitely don't give up on them because yeah, they can not be the best sometimes, but you never know can find your future lover there so I say especially if you don't blink over it get back out there see what else is out there and if anything they make for entertaining stories so just do it all right next they said one time I had to save my lesbian friend from a really bad date the girl was married with kids and just up and left them and moved from Texas to North Carolina. She couldn't carry on a conversation and it was really awkward. She kept asking her and I if we were together and we weren't and she just was really weird and the biggest gaby ever. Okay, I have no idea what that last part means, but regardless, that just seems like a very sketchy situation. And I hope she, like, made it out unscathed. It seems like, you know, she hasn't had to deal with it anymore. I'm sure you would have told me (laughs) that she's still dealing with it. But, yeah, that's very sketchy that she just, like, up and left her kids in a whole different state. And, yeah, that that sounds like a, a block there. Like, time to block that person. Next... The story is, my sister met her now husband on Tinder. Back in the beginning days of Tinder, when you didn't meet your husband on dating apps, they would tell everybody that they met at Starbucks on campus. Technically, that is where they first met each other, apparently. So this kind of ties back to what I mentioned before, like when it was basically the only dating app you can go on. There was this like secrecy you felt like you had to have about it unfortunately because it just wasn't common and like people didn't you didn't meet people online and like meet up with them people would assume that you were gonna get like axe murdered and I mean it still happens like don't get that wrong like please be careful guys and girls anyone everyone times are weird so still be cautious but it definitely was a lot different back then and I know a lot of people would cover up how they met somebody and they would not say that they met on a dating app even still now I've seen some guys profiles that's like oh we can say we met in the grocery store I'm like just own up to it no one if people judge you it doesn't matter like get over it that's it's none of their concern none of their business but I mean that story is like perfectly sums up what I was talking about earlier about how it used to be like taboo and you couldn't really tell people how you met um so yeah I mean they didn't lie when they said they met at Starbucks because that's technically where their first date was but you know now you can actually be like oh we met on a dating app and not be weird so that is a plus next story is I was on Bumble and I met someone who brought their sister on the date The sister ended up liking me more in the end. Apparently, the sister saw my picture and I was more of her type than the... And the original girl I asked out wasn't really into me. She tried to put me on to her sister after the fact. Here's what's funny. Tell me that up front and I'm game. Reason number a thousand, I'm not dating. And now that definitely seems like a huge waste of your time. They definitely should have been 
upfront about it from the beginning, saved everybody some time. And I know dating can be a pain in the butt, that's for sure. But definitely, you know, still keep your options open. You never know what might fall into your lap or slide across your screen. So I hope it totally didn't turn you off from that. But that is really weird. One that she would even bring her sister on the date. And that if her sister was into you, they should have just talked about it and told you about it from the get-go. So I totally agree with, you know, you being annoyed with that situation. And the last story. One time I matched on Tinder with this chick and jokingly said, come hang out knowing she lived two hours away. And she drove her friend's car to come hang out. And I took her for a milkshake at Steak and Shake. So even though we already talked about this and you told me it was a few years ago, it's still totally horrible. And I already told you this. There's no way I would ever drive two hours for a freaking milkshake. No, not in a hundred years. I'll go get my own milkshake. I can drive in two hours for anybody unless like I am all about them. Be it like my friends, my family, my mans. Okay. Yeah, I would do that. But some like random match. No, no, not unless it's Noah Centineo. He, I will, I will drive to California for that man. But yeah, so that's your stories. And now to kind of end this episode for the last segment, we will go into my recent dating app stories. Okay, so I got two pretty recent stories for you guys in regards to dating app experiences and actually meeting up with people. So for the first one, we're going to call this guy Jay. Jay seemed like he had some potential, but his pictures were always like really grainy. Like not a great camera phone type of grainy, which I thought was kind of weird because like even the crappier phones today have pretty good cameras. Um, And he didn't have a Snapchat, so I was kind of like, eh, but he sent me some pictures to, like, prove it was him that weren't from his profile, and he was also verified on Bumble. So I was like, okay, well, he, you know, must look like his pictures if he got the blue check to be verified on Bumble. So I met up with him for drinks, and he wasn't really a catfish per se, but he didn't really look like his pictures. I don't really know how to like describe it again. Like he wasn't ugly, but he just didn't look like his pictures. Like it looked like he always like made a certain face. Like, you know, when girls make duck faces, like for every picture, it's almost like he was making like a duck face or some type of different face that like caused him to look different in his pictures than in real life. He was also, like, very defensive about, like, everything that I was saying. And so it felt like we were arguing most of the date anyway. He did seem like a nice guy, but it just didn't seem like we vibed well together because it just seemed like we were arguing and, you know, I was having to, like, defend myself and he was, like, getting offended or whatever about things that I personally didn't think were worth being offended over. So needless to say, that was kind of not like a catfish, but it, he just didn't look how he should have looked, if that makes sense. And for my last story, we're going to call this guy M. I went on a first date with M at a nice restaurant downtown not that long ago. It was kind of like Memorial Day weekend. 
and he looked like his pictures. We had a lot to talk about, and we even went for, like, a walk in the park after we ate dinner. So, you know, it was it was going well. However, I did get, like, more of a friend vibe with him than a romantic vibe, even from the beginning. But I was willing to, like, give it another date to kind of, like, find out that, you know, I have mentioned doing that in previous episodes. I still recommend it. You never know could get from vibes on the first date and then could turn into more on the second date. So definitely still do it. I'm not saying it wasn't worth the second date, but about three or four weeks go by since that first date and he's busy. I'm busy. So I totally get it. And we end up going on another date, which was like the first one, really natural conversation with plenty to talk about, but I still wasn't getting like the romantic vibe from him. And he was telling me while we were on the date about how he was going out of town to do some work, but he wanted to like meet up again when he was back in town. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like I definitely would have told him at this point, it seemed more like a friend thing that I was getting the vibes about. Um, but then a few days go by and he texts me asking for money to help him buy a piece of equipment that he needed for his trip. This was really weird to me. So I sent like a screenshot of the text to my guy friends to see what they thought about it, which I am totally somebody who gets my guy friend's opinion to kind of get like a guy perspective. Cause I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is weird. I mean, they thought it was weird too, but both of them were like, he's trying to scam you. And I would have never thought that. Like, I did think it was very, very strange that he was asking me for money. Like put it on a credit card dude or like ask your parents or like your friends or something so that was definitely odd plus he like I told him I just bought like a brand new computer so like I wasn't trying to just like blow all this money and yeah so they were like no he's definitely trying to scam you which he might not but I wasn't sticking around to find out so needless to say I'm not talking to that guy anymore (laughs) but Yeah, those were just two instances. The first one was from Bumble, and like I mentioned, because he was verified, and the second one was from Hinge. So, again, evenly split. Can't really tell you which one's better than the other, because things happen (laughs) anywhere. So, if that doesn't show you my, like, luck with dating, and why this podcast even exists, and why I feel like I could potentially, hopefully, help some of you people out with my experiences so you maybe don't have to go through them or you know that you're not alone going through them that's why I'm here but at least you guys will always have me to you know talk about these experiences and I will gladly do so but yeah so I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their thirsty Thursday drink one for me as always and I will see you guys next week with a brand new episode